When injury takes you out of the game, it's time for your team to step up. At Alina Health Orthopedics, you'll get expert care backed by a whole health system of providers. With convenient locations, virtual options, and an app that gives you 24-7 access to your records, test results, and care team, you're always close to the care you need. Schedule now at alinahealth.org ortho. I'm DJ Taylor, and you're listening to Sound of the Loons. afternoon or evening depending on when this finds you welcome to the sound of the loons presented by alina health orthopedics i'm steve mcpherson and i'm not joined by anybody at the moment because today we're bringing you a special episode featuring just a ton of short interviews from production day in case you don't know uh sports teams in just about every league anywhere devote at least a day and sometimes more before the season starts to collecting all the assets they use throughout the year so like when you see lineups uh, with players crossing their arms and looking sternly at the camera, or you see billboards with players pumping their fists, or when a player gets a red card and then the team posts a cheeky gif on social media, them throwing the red card away. All that stuff is gathered on production day. It's a great day for me as well because I generally get the chance to sit down with just about every player on the roster and if they're returning players, uh, find out what they've been up to in the offseason and how things are going in training, or if they're new players, get to know them a bit. Uh, our producer Tyson has been putting all these interviews together and we're going to break them up into two chunks. The first episode right here is going to focus on the goalkeepers and the back line. And then the next one will focus on the midfielders and the attackers. So first up, we're going to hear from Fred Emmons, Minnesota United's first homegrown signing. How's it going? It's going good. I haven't seen you in a year. I know it's been a while. It's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot been, has changed. It's been quite the yeah. year, right? But you're, you know, you're now, you know, a year in, uh, you know, sort of as a as a professional yeah. soccer player. Um, what has been that experience? I mean, obviously, it's a crazy year for it to be your first year. Yeah. But but what's the experience been like uh, over the past year for you, like learning the ropes? Yeah, no, it's definitely been something I've never done before. Um, it's a lot different than the academy and kind of anything I've done previously. Um, but it's been a really positive experience overall, for sure. Um, all the guys really were inclusive and um, really welcoming when I first joined. Um, so that made it really easy to kind of start and get going. Um, and then things kind of took over from there. And I've been making a lot of progress. So... It's definitely been a good year, um, positive positive step for sure. Yeah, how's the experience been with sort of, you know, I know the, the goalkeeping guys, or the goalkeepers are sort of like their own pod, yeah. and you've had a couple of different guys come through, you know, and, and what have you taken from all the different guys you've worked with? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of the, the beauty of being a goalkeeper, I guess, any position. Um, we can really learn a lot from everyone. There's always, it doesn't matter how good or where they play, there's always something like bits and pieces of someone's play style that you can take and uh, add to your own. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely seeing more guys is actually really helpful because um, they each have their own their own tips and stuff that they can help you with. Um, so you kind of get as much information as you can, and that's really helpful when when trying to learn and kind of and kind of grow as a player. Yeah. What was your What was your experience of seeing uh, you know Dane uh, who got called into this the starting role last season yeah. partway through and then really grabbed onto it as sort of another he's the other young guy yeah. out there basically what was What was it like for you watching him you know get that call Yeah, that was that was super exciting. Um, it kind of kind of gave me hope a little bit. Um, and Stu has been reinforcing that that's just how it happens. You know, just one one moment that's all it takes and, and you're in there and you have to make the most of it. Um, and if you do, obviously, good things happen, and and that's how a lot of goalies start their careers. They can't, you know, like you get players that get subbed on in the 80th minute or whatever. But as a goalie, you kind of you kind of got to take your chance when it comes. <laughs> sure, yeah, goalie. There's not a lot of goalkeepers who come in in the 80th minute. No, minutes. there's not. <laughs> so uh, you've also had, you have also had some international experience recently. Going to is it Luxembourg? Luxembourg yeah. is that right? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that was last last year um, towards the end of the year. Um, but that was really positive. It was kind of it was kind of nice to. To play with some kids my age um, and spend a, a little bit, um, but they definitely have a different play style, mm -hmm. um, and they're a lot. They're really passionate, which was uh, kind of refreshing. I guess not that we're not passionate. Sure, here, but, uh, it was a nice change of scenery. Um, but the guys over there, same thing. Super nice. Um, they're they're really they're really dedicated. That's kind of their life over there. They just eat, sleep, you know, football. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, no, those guys were super nice. I stayed with a, a host family, one of the teammates. Um, so I got to kind of just live the life of, of uh, you know, an international football player. Nice, nice. And so now the, uh, you know, the preseason's pretty well underway, three weeks in, yeah. team's headed to Orlando. Um, how are things looking, uh, you know, this year? How's, how's the team shaping up from, from your perspective? Yeah, I think, I think we're definitely making strides right now. I mean, preseason's always tough. You know, guys are getting fit and kind of getting their touch back and all that. Um, but definitely it's looking bright. we got a great selection of guys. we got some new guys that are coming in. Um, they're going to give us some, some lift up. Um, but no, it's definitely going to be great getting out to Orlando, you know, on the grass and stuff. That's going to really help us get going. Yeah, you're looking forward to being somewhere warm also probably? Yeah, I'm going to get really sunburned. <laughs> We're all talking about getting tan, but I don't really tan that well. You burn pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine Minnesota, you know, where yeah. the tanning's not really uh, – no. I mean, you're in good company. Adrian Heath also burns real quick, I yeah. believe. So. <laughs> probably well. Stewart as well. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so – in terms of uh, with the team, I was curious, you were talking about going over and playing with guys your own age, you know, a little more in, in Luxembourg. Do you ever, uh, I mean, you, the team's obviously, you said, has been welcoming and everything like that. Do you ever feel that sense, though, sometimes that you realize you're like, well, I'm, I'm 17. Like, I'm not, I'm not quite to the point of, of where some of these other guys are yet. Um, for sure, definitely. You get, you get hit over the head every, every few often, you know, every so often. But, um, yeah, it's kind of it's refreshing. I've been doing my best to kind of not – not, you know, step over any boundaries or anything um, and kind of making sure that I'm, I'm in my role and I'm not, I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. So um, I think that kind of helps with not, with not uh, overdoing anything. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, Fred, good to see you again. Yeah, it was nice to see you. You'll probably be another six inches taller the next time I see you. So. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Fred. Yeah. Thank you. Next up is Tyler Miller, who's coming back from season-ending surgery last year and feels fit and ready to go for 2021. How's it going? Good. How are you feeling? Um, your last season got cut short. Um, you had surgery. Uh, how is how is the rehabilitation gone? Like, where are you at? I'm 100% now. I'm uh, fully back. I had a very good offseason. I worked really hard. I, I put in a lot of, lot of extra work. Um, I was here for pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really helped me get to a point now where I'm fully fit, ready to go whenever, um, whenever we get going. Nice. So. Um, you did well, in your downtime. You did some uh, some broadcast work. You did yeah. a little commentary and 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 uh, doing some stuff on the broadcast with people. How was that experience for you? It was fun. Uh, I was a communications major, so mm-hmm. I got to to put my degree to use um, and and see what it's all about. Uh, there's definitely that adrenaline rush that you get kind of as a player um, that you've experience when you're calling a game as well and so finding that one play that one point that you want to make and and getting it in in time um nobody really understands until you actually experience it the producers in your ear and you have two other analysts that are getting their points across as well and so trying to fit in in a educated short concise way is uh is a challenge but it was a fun experience overall yeah it can be it can be nerve-wracking i did uh some radio stuff at one point in the i think the first or second season, I guess second season, where I was doing like the, the pregame and the half the halftime show and then the postgame talk. And it is like suddenly nerve wracking and you don't there's not somebody in front of you. Yeah. You're talking to a lot of people, but you can't see any of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a little it's a little disorienting. But is that something that you're are you interested in doing that like later on in your your career? I'm not sure right now. Yeah. I, I think it was just something that I had the time to experience and so I wanted to see what it was all about, and uh, at this point, I'm honestly just focusing on playing. Yeah, trying to play as long as I can. <laughs> right. I think that, I don't think people are like to be asked what you're. It's like asking yeah. the senior in college, like what they want to do. Yeah. It's like don't. Talk, I would just want to focus on what I'm doing. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> There's definitely ideas of what I want to do, but uh, at this point, right, I still still young. I had this surgery, so that way it could extend my career, and so right. Uh, it's kind of where my main focus is at the moment. Yeah. How's your dog? He's good. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's uh he's been loving the the warm weather actually cuz uh, all the rivers and lakes have thawed and so now he's able to go and swim and doesn't care that the water is only 30 degrees, 40 degrees, whatever <laughs> it is, but he's just, he's just glad to be in there. Nice. What kind of dog is is he? He's a husky border collie. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. They don't care about the uh the cold or anything no, like that. It doesn't so. phase him at all. <laughs> nice. Do you and I you got to spend a good amount of time with him in in quarantine and sort of yeah. during this time. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot, a lot of time, a lot of walks in the park and everything, and being being outside. So it was nice to have them. Yeah, totally. Um, so looking at you know this this season coming up and getting ready for it, 
what are your expectations, just not even from results, but just the experience after last season was so bizarre? Like, do you feel like the chance to have fans back that we, we hope is going to happen, looks like it's going to be able to happen, that will surely be big. But, you know, what are you, what are you expecting as we go into the season? You know, I think everyone's really excited. Everyone, um, the first three weeks have, have been in a really good mood, and I think everyone's been working really hard. And so I think that we've added some good additions to the team that will only help um, take it to the next level. And the expectations for our, our club are high right now. Obviously, we got to the semifinal of uh, the MLS's back tournament. We got to the semifinal or Western Conference final. Um, and so now we're at the point where it's okay. We need to to continue to build on our, our team collectively and also continue to see the results show up on the field. And so I think that this year it's going to be different in terms of how it begins versus how it ends in terms of the fans. And so it'll be a slow process. Um, but I think everyone's excited to just have however many people it is back in the, in the stadium and, and see, see some smiling faces and bring joy to, to, to them through our play. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot different as somebody who went to the stadium. You had the sound pumped in, so that helped a little bit, I would imagine. Yeah. But it's a lot different when there's <laughs> when there's actually going to be even a couple thousand people. I think that it doesn't it doesn't compare. I mean, you you hear the sound, but you look around and you see nothing but empty seats. And so now there might only be a thousand, two thousand, however many thousand people there are in there. But anything is better than nothing. Yeah. And how's the uh, the preseason training has now been under, I guess, three weeks now it's been going on. Um, how has it gone for you personally? And then how have you seen, you know, the group coming together? Personally, I feel great. I honestly feel the best I've ever felt in my career. So I'm very excited um, throughout this preseason. We had a good three weeks here and we go down to Florida where we can get some sunshine and play outside. Um, and I feel like the group is gelling really well. Uh, there's always that that first week to two weeks where the guys need time to kind of relax, open up, get the get the feel of everything. But I feel like now we're finally hitting our stride. Um, so we have some good good opponents to play down in Florida, and so it'll be a good test to see where we're actually at. Yeah, and do you feel like a, a, a trip like that? I, I think in the past some guys have talked about how, you know, the, you guys are getting familiar with each other, but then when you go to some place and you're sort of in Orlando for a while and you play a bunch of games together, that's a real chance to kind of like really gel that chemistry. Yeah. Uh, it's just an opportunity where you don't really have any other outside distractions as well. So you're kind of forced to spend uh, your whole time with the team. And so you really get uh, the opportunity to bond and get to know people on personal levels and learn about their families, learn about their past, where they're coming from. And so the best way to have a successful team, I think, is by building the chemistry off the field uh, because then you build that trust, you build that respect for one another. Um, that translates onto the field. And so I think Florida is going to be that opportunity for us with uh, the guys that we have here, continuing to, to build that chemistry, but then also the new guys that we're adding into the, to the organization. Yeah, there was um, – I was talking to – I'm looking down now. Who was I talking to? Brent, I think. Talking about that there's something about the mix of you have guys who are new – guys who are veterans, guys who are new veterans, you know, there's sort of, you get that good mix and it's like the young guys energize the veterans, the veterans give the young guys a little more experience and that sort of brew is kind of essential for getting the best out of the team. It is. You can't, you can't just expect a full veteran team to, to be successful and you can't just expect an inexperienced young team to be successful. You need to have that good mix, um, which is something that I think we really do have here. Um, it's going to be interesting when, uh, the season gets going and how, how everything pans out. But I, I'm excited for, for what we have so far. Excellent. Tyler, thanks for coming by. Thank you. Brent Coleman talked about his journey back to health, including a stint in the USL with El Paso Locomotive. How's it going? Good. How uh, did you get to do any ice fishing? Yeah. How was it? It was good. Yeah? It was good. It's always, I mean, whether I'm catching fish or not, um, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's always fun to get away. Um, spend some time with some friends or, you know, um, f uh, family, friends, usually it's friends that I haven't seen in a while, mm -hmm. um, and just kind of escape, you know, everything that's going on in life. Yeah. Well, there's a lot that's going on <laughs> and also nothing that's going on. It's sort of a weird mix at this point, I feel like. So <laughs> you, you described it perfectly. <laughs> so after, you know, having to isolate, you went on, sat in a shack and isolated from, from people again yeah. on, on a lake. Yeah. And for some reason it was like much needed. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's amazing how much like I feel like little things like that, like when when games uh, started again in home markets and I would go to the stadium, you know, even with everything that you sort of had to do, I was like, I'm out of the house. Like that's that's kind of amazing. Yeah. What was what was this the your experience of of sort of this weird truncated year we had last year with starting and stopping and tournaments and and all of that? Like what was what was the through line for you of that experience? Yeah. Uh. I don't know, man. I was just rolling with the punches. It was, it was something else. Um, there's there's so much to talk about, but yeah. uh, for me personally, it was, it was very strange. Um, just the schedule in itself was very strange. The get back from quarantine, um, work out crazy hard and fast, and trying to get fit, ready for this tournament down there in Florida. Then you had the whole bubble in Orlando, um, which. You know, we we had a great, we had a lot of success down there, um, and then I immediately got sent on loan to El Paso. Uh, so there wasn't much time or for me to reflect on really anything. I came and came back here, had to get ready, and went to El Paso, and that was uh, ended up being a really positive experience too. Um, something that I kind of needed, I think, a little change of scenery for a little bit, um, get my form back, and then when I was down there is when the first time I got to experience fans kind of coming back to games. And that was interesting. That, that like, you realize how much you miss that. And it's not, necess- it's not necessary, um, but it, it makes the game that little much better um, and more enjoyable. And then got called back to Minnesota for the, the run down the stretch right before the playoffs and into the playoffs. And, yeah, it was just a crazy year. I feel like I was all over the place. <laughs> so the, the your experience in in, in El Paso, um, that that chance to sort of get a reset or something different. I mean, you've been obviously you're now sort of the long man here at in, at MNUFC, and you've sort of been been here for so long. Well, what did uh, first of all did you deal with the heat okay in El Paso? How was that? Yeah, it was it was okay. They uh, <laughs> at least it's dry, and right. they would train early in the morning or earlier in the morning, so you beat the heat a little bit. Um, and it was also, I think it was a little bit later in the year, so it wasn't, like, scorching terrible. It was it was manageable, even for me. Who sure. Doesn't usually, I usually don't deal with heat too well. Right. <laughs> so what kind, what kind of uh, perspective did you feel like it, it gave you to be in that situation for a little while? Um, you know, I feel like as time has gone on and this club is evolving, I'm bigger. We have so many more resources now and everything like that. Um, maybe you start to take some of it for granted a little bit. So going to – and El Paso is a great club, you know, but when it just comes down to resources and what the players have available, it's, it just doesn't really compare to an MLS club that's just, like, constantly evolving and pushing to get better, right? So um, it made me really appreciate um, everything we have here as well as um, I have a lot of respect for the guys – that are haven't necessarily maybe made it to MLS or at a or at a different point in their career, and are maybe like making less, but they are grinding and they take it very seriously. Um, so I think there was a lot of reasons why it was good for me, but just there was just so much kind of um, resetting my perspective when I went down there. Yeah. And so, and now heading into this this season, obviously it's going to start off. Oh, you know, it looks like we're going to be able to have fans, uh, some amount of fans, uh, which will be great. But it's obviously going to be an evolving situation over the year again. Is is it just you try to think about what it's going to be like, or is it just we go game by game? Yeah, I I just take I'm just taking it a week at a time. I I'm trying to get my um, my body and my mind in the best spot possible. Um, so that I can I can help push the group and and the guys that play my position and everything like that, um, but I guess if I am looking forward, uh, I'm really excited for the season. I think I really hope that we're allowed to have fans. It sounds like you said it sounds like we are. Um, I think people really need it um, to get a little escape and to get some maybe a little more sanity back in their lives because I think uh, I think it's really important. I think mental health is obviously a very serious thing, and I think. Uh, we need some we need some positivity in our lives. 
Yeah, for sure. And how is, how's the, uh, the preseason been so far? Um, getting to know new guys, like any, any guys you've connected with or sort of, you know, gotten to know a little better. Um, I would say a lot of them. I mean, I mean, I'm, I share a locker room with like, uh, big Fred's and Dejas, mm-hmm. Nico, Juan, Agadello. So meeting some of the, the new guys and, um, it's interesting. You have some guys that come that have a, a ton of MLS experience and things like that. So you have common things to talk about. And then you have the other guys that some guys that are drafted, you know, and the, the young guys and the rookies who are really trying to take it all in. Um, and maybe are putting a lot of pressure on themselves, but they also bring a ton of energy at the same time, really positive energy that, um, that some of the veteran guys I think need, including myself. So it's, it's always interesting to see the kind of dynamic of, of veterans and, and people coming from maybe from different countries for the first time or rookies that just got drafted. Um, it's a really cool time of the year. I always really enjoy it. Yeah, you need a good mix. Get everybody. Yeah. Veterans get a little bump from the rookies. Rookies need a little seasoning, right? So. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, Brent, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Steve. Let's hear from Chase Gasper, who's back for his third season with the Loons. How's it going? Good. How was your um, How was your off season? Uh, it was It was nice to be home after a long, tough, challenging year. Yeah. It was uh, good to- Good to spend time with friends and family back home and um, always going to be grateful and cherish those moments because you don't get to spend that often with them. But I'm really excited to be back here, get this season going. This is going to be a monumental one. And after how well we did, but also how heartbreaking the end was that to to get a chance to come back and kind of straighten the score, it, it it's kind of like ignited a fire under underneath all of us and so we're all really looking forward to this upcoming season yeah I wanted to ask you about that because I know you're you're one of the most competitive guys I feel like on on the team and I always think about I remember well the first playoff game against the the galaxy at Allianz Field um that you won man of the match uh and you had to take a picture holding the the the, the banner but the team had lost and you you had this look on your face like someone had just run over your puppy like, cause you were, you were obviously happy to win man of the match, but so, uh, upset <laughs> at not winning. And now you have the chance to start against Seattle. You know, the first, the, 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 the season opener is going to be against Seattle where yeah. it sort of all ended last year. How much do you relish that chance to just say, let's just get right back to where it ended and have a good, good first game. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better first game to the season. And it left such a bitter taste in our mouth at the end of last season. And so to go to the same st- stadium to play against the same team and uh, try to right that wrong is all we could have really asked for. So um, it's a great season opener, but um, we're looking forward to that as well as the home opener because haven't played back at Allianz in a while. So yeah, it's a it's going to be a great start to the season. Yeah, a home opener against Real Salt Lake. That's on April twenty fourth, and um, hopefully. Fans, um, you know, it's it was st- details are still being worked out. There's a lot of, <laughs> you know, micro stuff that goes into figuring out how to make this happen safely for, you know, hopefully at least a couple thousand fans. How much is it going to mean to you to just get to be back in Allianz Field again with with some fans in the stands? Yeah, I mean, it makes all the difference. Uh, people can't really understand how much of a, an impact the fans make on the game because, I mean. Th- after such a long season and, you know, you're running all game, it may not be going your way, but when you hear the roar of the crowd, all of your community, friends, family cheering you on, and, I mean, it gives you that extra strength, and it's it's such an incredible feeling. That's, at the end of the day, that's who you're playing for. I mean, you play for your teammates and your coaches and the club, of course, but, I mean, they're fans of the team as well, so you play for the fans, and they're the ones who uh, really inspire you, really motivate you, and... So to get them back, it's it's going to mean the world, and uh, can't wait to see them in the stadium. Yeah. So you're coming into uh, your third season, right? Correct. And um, this will be that you're in the midst of your third preseason as well. Do you think you've um, now sort of developed a way of understanding how to get into the preseason and get the most out of it? A hundred percent. There's um, when you, when you come in out of college, especially it's 
it's challenging because you you don't know what a 10-month season looks like. You're so used to college where it's three months where it's as soon as it starts, you're going a thousand percent until it's more of like a sprint, whereas the pro 10-month season with uh, with a preseason on top, it's more of a marathon. And so you really got to be – it's working smarter, not harder, as to preparing yourself and making sure that you last the entire season. So – I feel like I have a good grip on it now, and it's going. This preseason's going really well so far. Uh, really pleased with how we did today in the scrimmage and how we played. So, um, I think most of our key components and key players are returning. So that chemistry is already there, and to just build off of that, it's um, it's exciting stuff, and we're all looking forward to getting the season going. Yeah, it's, I would imagine it's probably a little different. Um, you know. The, now that the core sort of is established mm-hmm. uh, for the team, and when you're, you're bringing in new guys, it's a little more like, well, this is what we do here. You know, like the, it's a little bit less every season sort of being like, okay, well, what do we have? It sort of feels like Minnesota United's identity has sort of come together to an extent. And then, you know, new guys come in and add new blood and sort of mm-hmm. new ideas and some new wrinkles to it. How have, how have the new guys been doing just getting adjusted? Oh, they've been excellent. They, um, I mean, right off the bat, it's the first thing you notice is they're just great human beings and, really easy to get along with and that goes a long way and because you know you're working with these people every day and so really cool guys uh great work ethic great focus and determination and I think that's also coupled with the culture that the the core group has established here they kind of saw in the first few days how you need to act how you need to train and uh what you need to bring every day to the table so uh I think they've done an amazing job at adjusting to that focusing at practice and adjusting their play to our style, but uh, they're catching on really quickly. There are a lot of guys who are doing really well, and uh, we're looking forward to them. We're looking forward to getting them more um, ingrained within the group. Nice. And for you, you personally, like what are, what are some of the things that, you know, you want to achieve this season or things that, you know, like I, I'm, I'm looking to up my game in, in this way. Yeah. Um, uh, just put more, help out the team more offensively. Um, in terms of assists and maybe a few more goals. Um, I feel like I, I, I can definitely step that aspect of my game up. So I've been focusing a lot this offseason, especially this preseason on that. And, um, uh, yeah, just helping helping the team attack and score goals whichever way I can. Yeah. Is definitely the biggest aspect of my game I want to improve this year. Yeah, you had your, your first – MLS goal last season, right? Yeah. And how were you ready for that? Like, did you have a celebration ready to go? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really one that thinks of like celebrations beforehand and all that, but it, it was a long time coming and I was so happy to finally get it. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was an incredible feeling and hope to feel that a few more times this yeah. upcoming season. I, I feel like for, for defenders, I mean, obviously for, for fullbacks, maybe you're getting forward a little more. I remember one of my favorite uh, stories from earlier in the, with the team was uh, when Boxy scored a goal at some point. Um, and he didn't know, he was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so he ran down the sideline. He's like, there's some guys I'll celebrate with that. And then he realized it was the other team. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to celebrate yeah. with them. He gets he get a little disoriented when you get out yeah, there. Yeah, the it goes in and usually, because when you're a defender, you're at the back of the field, you run like 45 yards to go celebrate and you kind of see what everyone's doing and you just join in on whatever they're doing. But then you're kind of lead guy and you're, you're thinking, you're like, what do I do with my hands? Like, am I, <laughs> should I jump right now? Right. Should I like... Uh, I don't. I don't. I didn't know what to do. I think I like just clenched my fist, sure. and yelled. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's such a foreign feeling, but an amazing one. Yeah, the, the attackers just know it's like they run, they have a fist pump, they land, they sort of they, they have practice. But uh-huh. you know, you have to go get get in the mirror and do a little work on that a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I might work on that later tonight. Yeah, work yeah, on your scoring tonight. and your celebration. Yeah. All right, Chase. Thanks for coming by. Uh, thank you for having me. DJ Taylor is a right back joining the team this year after a stint with North Carolina FC of the USL. How's it going? Welcome to Minnesota. It's going good. I mean, it's a little cold. Not used to it like in North Carolina, but <laughs> it's, it's good. It's nice here. This is nice for Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, people are saying, oh, it's heat wave. It's like 60s. I'm like, come on. In North Carolina, <laughs> it's like 80 degrees, bro. <laughs> so you're from North Carolina. Yep. Let's talk about barbecue. How do you feel about barbecue? I love barbecue. Okay. Barbecue is like 
get fat, sit on the couch. <laughs> I, uh, this, over the pandemic, I got into cooking and so I got a smoker and I've been uh-huh. making different kinds of barbecue. Oh, so yeah? I just wanted to talk about that. You're going to have to bit. ship some to my, to my place, you know, <laughs> so I can try. I, uh, so far I've made a pulled pork, um, which I know is, is a North Carolina yeah. classic. I've been doing it more, uh, Texas style, not, not okay. vinegar, but more pepper heavy, uh, okay. you know, like uh, not, not that way, but what's your favorite element of, of barbecue? Honestly, it's the sauce for me. Yeah. I'm more like a sweet sauce guy. I don't like the vinegar and stuff. So okay. Like, I know it sounds cheap, but like Sweet Baby Ray's, I could put that on anything. Sweet Baby Ray's is solid. I mean, it's like it's I know solid. it's available everywhere, but, man, it gets it's, the job done. Yeah, so. it gets the job done. At home, it gets the job done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I enjoy barbecue. I really love ribs. Okay. Ribs. I'll even, I used to go to Applebee's with my mom all the time when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And that would be like our thing to do each week is to go get some riblets from Applebee's. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> ribs are good. I have not, I have not done ribs yet. I do chicken a lot. Like it's yeah. easy to smoke a whole chicken and, right. and a, a smoked chicken is a beautiful thing. So, so you got to do ribs now. Yeah. Th- I think that'll be the next thing. I got some butcher paper, you know, like I'm getting ready for it. The season's coming around for it now. That's right. True. So yeah. A little, a little- <laughs> Social distancing cookout. Right, exactly. I got a yard. You know, it's, it'll be okay. So be good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, what's been your impression so far of of the team? Uh, you know, preseason, we're three weeks in now. How's, mm-hmm. how's the training been going? Uh, it's been great experience. Obviously, I'm just learning each day, you know, how the other players play, you know, what it's like. Um, honestly, like I said, it's a blessing just to be here and just to be able to train with guys like that, you know, that are, have made their name in the sport. And I'm just excited to do the same as well. And, we're all learning about each other, and everybody seems like a great guy on and off the field. So it's been really warming to come here. Yeah, nice. And uh, now we're heading down to Orlando um, for some some competition against other MLS teams. And uh, what do you think is, you know, what comes together for a team, you know, when they actually get into actual competition? Obviously, you, you haven't been in, in MLS, but you've been playing mm-hmm. pro soccer. So you know what it means to go from training is good, but there's something about a game. Yeah, the game is completely different. Obviously, it's what you look for every week and you know you grind throughout the week to play the game so obviously getting results in the game and then like I said it's all about the process so just grinding with my teammates in Orlando for three weeks and hopefully we get all every game a win will just be you know bring us so much more closer you know because as you play and you win and you get better you get more confidence and it leads into the team as well so yeah Absolutely. So what do you, what do you feel like you bring, uh, you know, to the team, both on the field, uh, in terms of, you know, sort of skill set, and then also just energy wise, like, it seems like you're an energetic guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I'm close to being one of the youngest besides our, like our academy players. So obviously I got a lot of energy on and off the field, <laughs> obviously on the field. Um, I like to be the hardest worker in the room. I always push myself and others to be better every day. Uh, it's kind of like my motto, mm-hmm. um, obviously on the field as well. Like I'm, can play right back. I can play left back. I'm very versatile. Uh, and like I said, I'm here to learn. So whatever the coaches or the team needs me to do, I'm, I'm here to do it. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, a little bit about the last year. I mean, obviously it's been crazy for everyone, you know, for Mm -hmm. MLS, the season started, it was suspended, came back. We had a tournament, uh, you know, for college players. I know they had their seasons interrupted. What, 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 what was it like for you over the last year? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Obviously I was back at North Carolina FC. Um, we played one game and then that's the day that Corona hit the next like Thursday, we stopped training for three months. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, that was kind of like a bonding session for me and the guys. You know, we used to just hang out every weekend just to, like, you know, stay sane, I mean. Sure. Um, And we just just hang out, and it kind of brought us really close together. Like, I really miss the guys that I was really close with there. Um, Other than that, new stuff that came out of it was I made my own personal clothing brand. Oh, nice. And I got a new one coming out this year. So it allowed me to really explore, like, other things outside of soccer, Mm -hmm. which is what I really enjoyed. So, you know, I didn't know I had an entrepreneurial side to me in the beginning. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, it was really exciting to do all that. Yeah, it's good to take, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, but there's opportunities there. You know, there's always things you can, you can find to do. It's been really interesting to hear about different stuff people mm-hmm. have been doing. Noah was just saying he got into cooking also. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's learned how to do that. You know, it's like, you got to figure out something to get you through it. Right. Right. Yeah. And luckily I was able to do it and, and it's a whole learning process, like I said, but uh, yeah, it was, it was exciting to do it. And then now I'm more excited to release my brand soon, hopefully this nice. next month or two. So what's the name of your brand? It's called Vinci, okay. which means I overcame or I conquered in Spanish. Oh, nice. The slogan is to turn your dreams into a reality. Oof. Uh, it's basically a, a brand about self-improvement, self-growth constantly. So, nice. Nice. So yeah, I'm excited about it. It's been a long process. <laughs> yeah, great. That's exciting. Well, everybody, you know, go check it out when it drops. That'll yeah. be very, that'll be very exciting. Yeah, it'll be super excited. <laughs> uh, got to fit out the team too, you know? So. Yeah, there 
you go. <laughs> you got cool. some. You got some models. You know, they're in good shape. They'll the, the yeah. look good in it, right? Yeah. So. I mean, if I get some of the guys just to wear, you know, their models themselves. You know, you talking about Noah, nice New Zealand guy, got an accent, tan, tall. <laughs> there Ladies you go. Love him, you know, <laughs> totally. <laughs> DJ, thanks so much for stopping by. Yeah, thank you so much. With the departure of Kevin Molino to Columbus, there are now just three players left on the team who were there in the first season in MLS: Coleman, Ethan Finley, and Michael Boxall. Here's Boxy. How you doing? I feel like I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen you in a it's year, been, right? I know, at least. It feels... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been a long, long time. But I'm doing good. Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, I, I was following your... Uh, I was following along on Instagram. But New Zealand looks terrible. Just like an awful, ugly it's, place. It's been a rough place to grow up. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm happy I'm this side of the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> it looks It looks, It looks. looks amazing, in all honesty. <laughs> um, how is it spending time there? Getting. I mean, you have a, you have a new baby. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to spend some time with the family. How did that all go with the offseason? Yeah, it was great. Uh, tough to come back, actually. Uh, yeah, obviously we, we kind of decided last minute we, we were going to go back to New Zealand for the off season. Kind of grateful we did with the the delay in the start of the season, and um, yeah, so happy that my um, my extended family and um, my children's grandparents were able to meet my little boy who came in September last year. So, I mean, and I'm not one to ever turn down free babysitting, so that's that's always a big bonus. So, no, it was it was a great trip back. Nice. And how is uh, second? fatherhood it's, it's much easier than the first time around right so far yeah so far it's it's early days but it's yeah he's so chill um just seems to be such a happy baby and i don't know if that's reflection of yeah us as parents we actually know what we're doing second time around or that's just just how he is but yeah as i said early days and a lot can change in the next <laughs> 15, 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be phases. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. As, as a parent of, of two children, I know they think through <laughs> a lot of phases. So um, you're, I mean, at this point, you're now one of the longest tenured loons. You've mm. been here for a long time. You've seen the team go through a lot. Um, how do you assess that long view? You know, I'm talking to guys today who are coming in. They've been here for a week, a couple mm. weeks, you know. Um, you've seen a lot <clears throat> over the course of the last, you know, four years going into the fifth year now. Yeah. Um, how do you assess that change and what do you see the identity of the team as being now? Uh, I mean, that was kind of what I was sold on when I first came here. Obviously, the the long view kind of project and making sure I was going to make sure I stuck around for to see to see it through. Um, obviously, it's still a work in progress. and But obviously, from when I arrived to where we are now, it's, it's a stark, stark difference. So uh, it's... Yeah, game days are obviously a lot more fun the last year or two. Um, heard Wonderwall a lot, a lot more, um, and I mean, I think you can't say enough about the stadium, but that's 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 incredible. So it's yeah, full credit to to everyone involved who's who've really pushed this project along, and yeah, just happy to play play a small part in it. Yeah. Last thing I want to ask you: Do you have any sense of what you can expect? For this season, I mean, not even just in terms of success, but but what's going the season's going to be like? Or are you just sort of taking it? <laughs> a game I mean, time? It's, yeah, it's so hard to to kind of put a put your finger on the pulse and see how and predict how it's going to go. Obviously, last year, you you just I think it's how many spanners that threw in the works last year. I th- I think we can see the majority of the year being like how last the last few months of last year went. Um, but in terms of on the field, it shouldn't really affect us too much. And I think I think we're in a good spot. I think we brought back the bulk of our players. And I know we'll probably add in another piece or two of quality for what we need. But I'm honestly really happy with the group right now and, yeah, excited to get going this year. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming by. Anytime. Defender Nabi Kibanguchi was drafted by the Loons with the 18th pick of the first round of the MLS Super Draft this year. Let's get to know him a little bit. So how's it going? Uh, you're a rookie. Uh, you know, this is, uh, I've talked to some guys who are, there's new guys coming in, there's veterans returning. You're one of the crop of, of, of guys coming here for the first time. What are uh, just your first impressions of the team? Oh, it's going well. I'm enjoying myself, uh, meshing with the group. Um, training has been very, very good. Like I'm getting used to the players, the staff, and everything. I'm just having a good time day to day, just doing what I can to contribute. Nice. Have you, uh, 
do the rookies sort of get like uh, you form a pod together? Do you guys like hang out with each other? Is it like you know freshman year of college where your hall all goes to the the dining hall at the same time? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like in our little locker room, we have all the rookies and first year guys. So it's been nice to mesh with the guys and just get to know each other uh, and like eat meals. Um, but also like we're trying to like mesh in with the older guys, so it's a good mix. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's come up a couple of times with people saying it's it's always good to have some veterans, some young guys. The young guys bring the energy. The veterans, like you know, help sort of bring out the seasoning for the young guys, and that that's sort of important to make the team work together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about Minnesota? Just in general, um, I believe last time we talked, we were talking about if you had a winter coat or not, or how that was going. It hasn't been too bad recently. So, but what's your impression of, uh, of Minnesota so far? Oh, it's definitely a great city. Like, it's honestly, like, huge compared to where I'm from, Sacramento. Sure. Um, the weather has been nice since I've been here. It only snowed, like, I think three times. Is that bad? Not bad at all. <laughs> then the rest has been sunny in the 50s. Just been walking around trying to explore. Um, but it's been nice. I've enjoyed my time here so far. Yeah, have you uh, – I know it's, you know, obviously we're still in the midst of, of a pandemic and things are shut down, but, you know, have you have you gotten out uh, to any lakes or anything like that or, uh, you know, gotten takeout from anywhere that you sort of uh, – that was pretty good? Um, I went out to Stone Arch Bridge, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, I took a walk over there. Then I saw, like, the Target Center and, like, the Twins Field, which was pretty nice to see. Um, in terms of food, I haven't really had any, like – Good, good food. I think I, I hit or miss right now. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying it for, for sure. Nice. Yeah, the, the, so are you um, are you in the Renaissance or are you – okay. Yeah, so that's the right downtown. You got good access mm-hmm. to the Stone Arch Bridge. It's a nice little area. There's some nice yeah. little parks around there. The uh, I, got, I got married right near there at the Mill oh, City wow. Museum. So, um, nice. yeah, it's, it's a good spot. It's a good spot. Um, so are there any uh, – of the older players, the veteran players who you've uh, particularly connected with or anybody who's, you know, sort of helped you out so far? Um, yeah, I'd say Will Trapp has been a pretty uh, good uh, person to talk to. He's plays in the same position I play, and he's been a good uh, person just to listen and just be a sponge to. So I'd say, yeah, Will Trapp. Yeah, Will's got a lot. He's got a lot of experience. Um, first of all, being a pretty pretty young guy and has, has done a lot, and uh, he's great. He's really fun. I've talked to him a lot over the last couple of weeks, um, and obviously a big voice in in the team. He's just come in ready to sort of be like, "All right, this is this is this is how things are going to be," which is great. It's great to have guys like that come in. Um, looking ahead to you know, you guys are heading down to Orlando in a little bit. Uh, you know, playing games against some some MLS competition at this point. Um, uh, are you looking forward to that chance? First of all, back in a little, you're going to get to some warmer weather. Although, as you said, it's been reasonably nice, but Orlando should be a little bit warmer than this. Um, looking forward to the weather, looking forward to the competition? Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to both the weather and the competition. Um, just playing, like, other, uh, like, quality sides in the MLS, that will be helpful to compare ourselves to. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to just grinding in Florida and just enjoying my time. Yeah, it's, I think it's a it's an opportunity for a lot of, uh, of players, you know, who are new. It sort of forces you to sort of get together with other guys and really, like, get to know them because you're sort of – this is what you're focused on is, is, is working together for that goal. Who's um, – do you know who your roommate is yet or anything? I don't know yet. Okay. So we'll see. Do you have anybody you hope is your roommate? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't really care. Sure. I mean, I'm going to just enjoy whoever I'm with. I'll just have a good time. Pretty easy to get along with. Yeah. It seems like. Are you um, are you, are you you a sloppy guy or, or like a neat freak? I'm a neat freak for sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> stuff everywhere. <laughs> but, yeah, I keep it pretty neat. All right, so you got to get a roommate, hopefully a roommate who is not going to leave food lying around. So. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> was, that a, was that a problem in college ever? Did you have roommates you didn't get along with that way? Yeah, roommates... It was hit or miss in college, like <laughs> especially like the common areas, like the kitchen. It got bad. Oh man! But uh, yeah, so I'm glad that time is over. It's <laughs> college years. Yeah, hopefully moving on to a little, a little, a little, little less of that, a little more professionalism. Yeah. So. Um, you know, this season coming up. Obviously, it's you know, it's your 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 first in in, in MLS. Uh, the last year was really crazy, you know, obviously that, that affected you as well, playing at the collegiate level. Um, do you have any, you know, expectations for what the season is going to be like, or is your approach more to just, you know, do whatever you can day to day and see how it goes? 
Yeah, my approach is basically just do what I can day to day. Um, don't take any day for granted. Just keep working hard. Um, keep learning from the veterans because there's lots of veterans on the team. Just be a sponge day in and day out and improve. So yeah, any any say. teams you're particularly looking for? I mean, the schedule's not out or anything, but like any teams that you're like, oh, I can't wait to go there and play that team or something like that. Um, no, no team in particular. It's just like just being playing against other MLS teams. I'll be nice to see how it compared to other sure. players. So, yeah. Yeah, Sacramento still a little bit up in the air. They were supposed to get a team, but you know we'll see how That's that goes. Rough. I don't think that'll happen now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nabi, thanks for coming by. Thank you. I appreciate it. Noah Billingsley is set to begin his second year in MLS after spending a good chunk of time last year with the Las Vegas Lights. Have you been? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, battling with some minor health problems at the moment but mm. it's uh it's no worries and everyone here has been awesome and yeah i'll be back to 100 percent really soon excellent excellent so how was your your off season what did you what did you do to sort of recover and get ready oh it was fantastic i i went home to to new zealand and after the two-week quarantine that you have to do there um it's completely open so mm-hmm. um i was able to go to restaurants with my friends and um you know movies everything's open just like regular life so nice. that was that was good for the mind especially after last year and um and yeah it was it was a blessing yeah i was looking at some of uh boxy's photos on instagram and i was telling him it looks disgusting and awful just <laughs> seems like a terrible country so yeah yeah no it's terrible that's why i have to get out <laughs> it's gorgeous man like yeah. it, new zealand just seems like i'm like i want i want to go there i yeah. mean <laughs> yeah no it's beautiful it's i think you got to get out of it to, to really understand how beautiful it is. Sure. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, there is that funny thing about, like, where you grow up. I mean, I grew up in a small town in Massachusetts that was, like, in the hills, which are, like, very famous hills. They're In the fall, the foliage is amazing and everything like that. But to me, I was, like, I was 17. I was, like, get me out of here. Like, And yeah. then once I was in college, I would come back and visit and be, like, it's really nice. Yeah. You know, like, you definitely appreciate things a little more as you get older, I think. Oh, exactly, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, how's the, the preseason training been? You guys have just wrapped up the third week of, of preseason training. Um, like you said, you're, you're working through some, some issues right now, but like, what's the, how's the vibe been? How's the team shaping up? Oh, it's been, it's been fantastic coming back and, um, seeing the boys after, you know, two, three, three months off. So, um, yeah, it's been great and everyone's working really hard and putting in shifts all over the place, including the staff members. So it's been fantastic being back in. Yeah, and you're in the the dome, right? This this gigantic. Yeah, the big the big igloo. It's big. I didn't. I mean, I knew it was big, and then I got into this room, and I didn't. It was early in the morning, and then I didn't realize that was the dome. It was like sort of dark yeah. out, and then I'm like, that thing is huge. So yeah. it, that must be a lot better than just playing. And I mean, the field house is good for what it is, but it's like this. You can, you know, I I would see balls get stuck in the ceiling there. So this has yeah. got to give you a little more space. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's 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 honestly massive. I don't think we've been trying for the last year to hit the roof with a ball, and we just can't manage it. So. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been awesome. It's so far up there. <laughs> um, so you guys are getting ready to go down to Orlando uh, for preseason, some games against some MLS competition and also uh, Charleston Battery. Um, are you looking forward to getting – I mean, it's, the weather's been okay here, but it's got to be – got to look forward to going to Orlando in the spring. I mean, it's probably pretty nice. Yeah, no, I mean, I expected the weather here to be much colder than it actually is, so it's been quite pleasant. But getting down in Florida and sort of being locked in um, before the season will be uh, will be really good for everyone, I think. Yeah, does that really uh, – some guys have said it sort of functions to really – sort of accelerate that process of yeah. chemistry coming together because you're all sort of in one place and you sort of got to hang out with each other. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when, you know, when you're training here, it's, you, you train for a few hours a day, but then you go home and, you know, see your family or friends or whatever. But yeah, when you're down there, it's just full time with the boys getting to know each other. And I mean, it gets a wee bit chippy sometimes, but it's what you need to, to really bond with someone. So um, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good for the team. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, and how's uh, settling into Minnesota? I mean, I know you were back in New Zealand, but like, how are you finding Minnesota now? Uh, a little ways into being here. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tough tougher last year, I think, coming in in January, uh, with you know the weather being so cold and coming from a school in California and then New Zealand sure. before that. Um, it was a big transition, but yeah, coming back this year has been awesome, and obviously I'm familiar with the area too. So, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. You get to uh, get to go out and do anything. I mean, I know things are shut down a little bit here, but yeah, yeah, obviously can't do too much. But you know, going to local parks and you know going to the lakes and stuff, even that's been great. So um, hopefully things open up soon. But thank God it's uh, 
beautiful place here anyway. Yeah. Can, there's still more stuff to do. Yeah, for sure. The, the, the Having the lakes out there is, is great. There's a lot of good stuff to do outdoors as well. Speaking of which, a thing to do semi-outdoors, go to Allianz Field. That's going to happen. Uh, for some amount of fans, we're still working out the details of all that. Um, but, uh, you know, what do you – are you excited? I mean, how can you not be excited, I guess, looking <laughs> at the prospect of playing in front of fans? But it's been interesting to hear from guys about, you know, the experience of playing with no one in there versus the chance to at least have a couple thousand people there. Yeah. Um, how much are you looking forward to, to that experience at Allianz? Oh, I think it's going to be incredible. You know, when you play without the fans, it's it takes away the intensity, um, which does make it harder to play in, I think. So it'll be great for, for us having them back, give us that extra boost because they're such a great fan base. And you know, it'll be great for them too to, to come and watch the team finally. So... Yeah, that, that can't happen soon enough. Yeah, it's crazy for you because you the, the home opener was almost here last year, right? And then everything got shut down. So you've never even gotten to play with fans in Allianz Field. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a beautiful stadium, but I'm sure it's even more beautiful with people in it. <laughs> yeah, the pipe didn't sound is not quite the same as, as actually having people out there in the no, stands. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so during this past year, you know, the, the sort of being in, in, in lockdown and dealing with sort of the truncated season, did you um, – did you have to pick up any hobbies or anything like along the way stuff, new stuff to keep you sort of engaged while you were uh, shut down? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been quite into cooking, but was never oh, nice. very good. So I was able to sort of hone my skills a wee bit, still only about three dishes I can make, but um, <laughs> that was great. Um, and yeah, my mom was pretty happy when I went home and cooked her a meal. So nice. yeah, that was, that was nice. That's always a good moment when you can cook a meal for your, for your parents. Exactly. You know? exactly. So, so what are your, I, cooking is also the thing that I did over the, the pandemic. So what, what are the three meals that you can sort of have at, at hand? So I'm, I'm quite good at the old fettuccine Alfredo. Okay. Uh, homemade sauce, of course. Nice. Um, sort of, uh, chicken cut, like crumb chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, just chuck that with some veggies and stuff. And I got really good at a uh, potato salad. Um, nice. Which I love potatoes, so that's perfect for me. Perfect. Need, really. So, I mean, it's all simple dishes. I'm still not very good. But yeah. Yeah. It is nice <laughs> to make something yourself for once. Yeah. You, uh, you got to talk to Nico Hansen. Uh, you know, he's from Denmark. And when I asked him about food, he said they're all about potatoes. So, yeah. you know, you guys can bond over, yeah, over, over potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> we have something in common, at least. Yeah. I think <laughs> the, the cooking thing is nice because it's like, it's true. There's a lot of steps to get to really being comfortable with it. But as you acquire each little level of comfortability where you're just like, this is how much this needs, this is, exactly, you sort of have yeah. to feel a little bit like yeah. I'm sure there's some parallels to learning a sport as it goes from just sort of being this thing you know intellectually to yeah. something that you feel you know oh so. definitely I mean if, if someone never played uh, soccer before and they went up and they, they probably think it's quite easy to kick a ball but you know they realize that um, there's a lot of little nuances that you have to sort of um, get to know and the same with cooking I, I thought I could just go in and whip up a, a, a great dish but yeah, first time I tasted it was disgusting. So um, yeah, it's definitely definitely a lot of parallels between the two. Yeah, well, good to see you're growing both as a soccer player and, and as a chef. So. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Noah, thanks for coming by. Thank you for having me.